0: Thank you for listening to the following film's podcast. Today I'm joined by actress Devani Penn. I had her on the show today to talk about her latest film Frost, which she co-stars with Vernon Wells. The film is currently available on digital and Blu-ray. If you pick up the Blu-ray, it also includes a full motion picture soundtrack. The film is about a young woman and her father who have to fight for survival after being stranded on a remote mountainside during a storm. This film is not something I would recommend to those who are squeamish. If you have a stronger stomach, if you're a little bit more adventurous in your horror films, this is something that I think you would appreciate. Um, this is It's a rough sit, but man, it's a hell of a film. Um, this is one of the few films that I've seen in recent memory that actually got me to walk around my house, walking around my living room with anxiety, just saying, oh hell no. I mean, this is it's. This movie left an impression for sure. It's a it's a great little movie. Um, definitely recommend you checking it out. I had a great time chatting with Devani, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Um, big thanks to Bookmans for sponsoring it, and thanks to Fort Worth for letting me use the song at the end. Thanks.
1: Hey, hey hi. Hi. Hi, can you hear me?
0: I can hear you. I can hear All you. All right,
1: good. Means I did it right. Excuse me, real quick. Coffee.
0: How are you today?
1: Sleepy. I'm doing extra caffeine.
0: (laughs) Well, otherwise,
1: good. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. So I had a chance to watch the film over the weekend. Uh, Um,
1: Well, first of all, thank you. And I'm sorry, or I'm not sure.
0: That's what I was (laughs) going to say. The question I was going to say, the first question I want to throw out there is, what the fuck?
1: (laughs) Yes. Perfect. I'm going to quote you.
0: (laughs) <laughs> so um a lot of times I, this is something that i feel like it, it, i don't want to give away where this
1: no it's so hard to talk about it <laughs> because you know the first thing and the obvious the biggest elephant in the room is you know the finale of the movie and right. we can't say anything about it so it's been like this fun dance of like how can we have a whole chat about this movie without actually spoiling it for anyone? So let's see if we can do it. Ready?
0: Go. I, well, I'll try. So <laughs> I will say this. Like, this is definitely not a movie for the faint of heart. This is not something that I would recommend to a casual, somebody who likes more of what you would call a thriller than a straight horror film. Um, that, and that's not Why not?
1: Well, you don't want to traumatize people? Come on. <laughs> but actually, the- So the, I have a question for you before you yes. Um, my yes. favorite thing so far has been, like, every time I've done an interview, they're like, so I was trying to figure out who to recommend this to. And then there's like...
0: I, that's what I was going to get to. So, I have so who, who
1: do you recommend this to I,
0: I do. <laughs> so th- this is a movie that goes very far. But it's also something that is deeply rooted in character. This is yeah. really a character piece. This is a dramatic based film. I think the inter, uh, the interactions between this father and her and his daughter are really at the core of this film. And it, it's what makes this a tragedy in the end of what happens, not to give it away again. So I think that if you want something that is more deeply rooted in humanity, but also something that shows the extremes of what humanity can be, I think that that's a film for you. How does Perfectly that Perfectly
1: said. That okay. was really beautifully done, actually. Yeah. I, that might be my favorite answer I've gotten so far
0: that's the that that's the thing this is a movie that I um I I i it actively got under my skin to where I'm watching this at home and I got up and started pacing in the living room I watch a lot of things and not, this really got to me like the dad in me was deeply affected by this so so congratulations right. you yeah, I was gonna say
1: um so maybe that I've had some some mainstream reviews where um the feedback was similar but they meant it as an insult and I just take that as an absolute like the ultimate compliment because um this movie first of all especially the finale part um it is inspired by a true story that is that is a true story. I wasn't so, sure it
0: says it at the beginning but I didn't know if that was just it. Uh, Yeah, so that's okay. that's
1: what I wanted to 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 stress is some people were like, "Why did you go that route with it?" Well, the answer is because that's the true story. Um, that's really what happened. Mm-hmm. And when I first signed on to this, there was a lot of talk um, on with the team and with me about how far we wanted to take it or not. And um, ultimately, we all decided that we really just needed to go for it because um, this kind of subject matter, you know the humanity behind it. I think it's important if you're going to tell this story that you do go there with it, because if we don't horrify or offend or traumatize the audience in some fashion with this kind of material, then we didn't do our job because this should be horrifying. It should be disturbing. Um, It should stay with you. And so, um, so that's really, you know, when, when we get that kind of feedback now on the film, I, I, I actually feel relief because I'm like, okay, we did our job. Because if someone, if when someone watched the end of that and was like, came away, eh, and it was fine, either there really something wrong with you, or <laughs> we didn't do our job. I,
0: I don't believe that person. I think that they checked <laughs> out before they actually got there. They didn't stick with it because, at the very least, you're gonna. There's no way you can't have a big reaction to this. It's just impossible. And even it, no, no, no.
1: Yeah, so, and that's the I, other thing too is you know I'm I'm a horror chick, so. Um, yeah. You know, when I when I tell stories now, there's a lot of material out there. There's a lot of movies out. There. There's a lot of trends, and so especially with horror fans, they get desensitized. They start to be able to be like, oh, I know what's going to happen. Or and there's nothing worse than that. When you're trying to like lose yourself in a story and go on a ride for an hour and a half, nothing worse than being able to anticipate every step of the way. Then you can't you can't really enjoy it. So for me, I really try to target material and stories and characters where um, we can take the audience one direction and then completely turn it on its head. And and we can surprise them. You know, you don't see this ending coming. Um, I think now there's enough talk about it where people are bracing themselves for something intense to happen. But so far, no one has pinpointed that this is <laughs> the direction that was going to go. So I've,
0: I watch a lot of horror. And right. like you said, I... I didn't see this one coming at all. Like, I did not see that where this was heading. And th- it's that thing that I'm always looking for. And it's um, something that my wife is like, I, I watch too many movies and I need to find like the most out there shit to like get me off now at this point in my life. But it's just,
1: it might be Frost.
0: <laughs> so I, I watched it, but it's like, oh, no, you actually got what you asked for. And I'm not sure if it's what I needed, but it's, it's, but it's, something Air. that I was really Air. impressed by and it's something that I I think that the the storytelling is so compelling the acting is so on point the cinematography is so good the the music is fantastic and this thing it's firing on all cylinders to where it's deeply impactful I would have I felt no which there's a fine line here where you can it I didn't feel meanness I didn't feel like the there there was no cynicism in the making of this film and I think if it would have had that then it would have been just it would have been pointless
1: yeah I agree completely, and that was um, walking that very fine line was was really crucial, um, and and something that the whole team was um, really trying to stay on the right side of. So I'm I'm actually very glad that you brought that up because even though the intention is to push comfortability a little bit with this this story and and really get under your skin a bit, it's not to be um, in an exploitive kind of way. And don't get me wrong, um, as a genre fan. I like exploitation. I've done exploitation, Um, but this is not that story. And so it was very important to tonally get it right. Um, And I, I feel confident in what we were able to come up with.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And I think that one of the big things that you do here that it it was a surprise to me is how physical your performance is. Um, That this is like, you're, you're literally trapped in a car for 70% of the movie and you're in one half of a car
1: yes of so that
0: so you're in one seat and this is an incredibly physical performance i think that the way that you're holding yourself carrying yourself the way that you move in this it it just really does so much for supporting your performance here can you talk about the physicality of this
1: yes absolutely so um uh fun facts i actually was pregnant
0: when you're one of it. the questions i had and because yes. you you played it so i i was like there's no way it never looks this good it right. never looks this right the way you're walking and everything they
1: well, thank they, you. Yes. No, they never do. Very,
0: it. So sorry. Yes. Very
1: walkie <laughs> yes. pregnant. You never want to
0: insult somebody at the same time. You're it's like, like,
1: oh no. So, yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> I was just bloated that day. And no, I um uh, I was six and nine months pregnant when we shot oh this. Oh my god. Yes um and so uh because you're you follow horror movies i can talk a little more about this i've been doing sure. some mainstream press too so i'm trying to dance around a little bit but this one i can get it yes yeah, 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 so um so yeah i as a horror fan you know you know you like things to be as practical as possible like no cgi no augmentation and so um they brought me this story uh in fact the, the executive producer james Cullen Brassic. um he was working a deal with the distributor at Cleopatra Records and they like to tell true stories. So um, he was kind of scouring the internet for interesting material and he came across, across this particular article. So to pitch me on the movie, he literally just texted me the article and was like, You down? And I like the most disturbing, intense, weird shit out there. So, <laughs> like, normally the answer immediately would have been yes. But I had to think about it because, um, it was the height of COVID and um, I had actually already shot four or five movies during that time and I was starting oh. to show. And so I was like, I, you know, you know, from being, you know, a movie fan and 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 someone who works obviously within this, um, there's not a lot of very pregnant women on camera. You don't see it. Like for all these movements about, you know, representation and such, you don't see pregnant chicks on screen, especially on a lead role, it just doesn't happen. Um, And I thought about that. So I was like, I don't know if I should do it. And and then I thought about it and I was like, that's exactly why I should do it um, actually, because it's something fresh, you know, fans don't get to see that. And women, you know, we're 50% of the population and a large amount of them will have, have pregnancies and, and, and you should be able to see that on screen. So Unfortunately, it's this kind of a story that you see on screen, but you know, it's still it counts. And so I was like, all right, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it now. And not when I'm going to have a you know a fake pregnant belly in there. It has to be, it has to be real in order for it to make sense. And so I did a little like bracing myself and I was like, all right, I'm going to do it because, um, you know, I don't know if you have children. I um, have two.
0: Yeah. Okay. Two. So then,
1: then, then you probably have seen the process of how it happens. And when you get very pregnant, um, it, it takes a lot out of you. Yes. It's very, very hard to do certain things. And so, um, this movie was extra challenging in that I couldn't get to a point where I wasn't feeling so great and then just take a break for a while or regroup. Most of the movies me. There was no one else to kick the box to for a minute and like shoot a different scene. It was all me. So um, there weren't really breaks. There was not really an opportunity and, you know, and on a contained budget uh, which this had because, um, you know, during the pandemic people didn't know what was going to happen with movies and TV. Everyone was afraid to green light stuff, let alone spend money, real money right. on it because we didn't know if it was ever going to come back. You know what I mean? At that point and we were the height of lockdowns, So um, so it was just a little bit of a budget to to make it happen and um, so we really didn't even have time to to take our time with it we shot 12 hour days oh and um, yeah and and we shot in all the elements there was there was golf ball size hail uh, there was really snow it was really the middle of winter um we really shut the car off and didn't have heat for most oh of it because, because sound you couldn't yeah. do it you know what yeah, I mean so uh all those those sticks and, and glass and everything and that's all really there so um I Good. knew if I lived through this movie <laughs> it was going to be very believable <laughs> well, <I think laughs> my that... team was great they, they they watched me the whole time they made sure I ate and stay hydrated they would like in between the camera setups they were like rubbing me down and blowing the heaters on me so um, my team really looked out for me while we were filming but it was a really hard physical shoot emotionally physically it just was draining um I was constantly wanting to just kind of get into it and do my thing and then I would feel the baby like freak out and have to stop and I'm like I don't want this to be a true story for real true story so um it was just hard and um probably your wife will tell you this too or your girlfriend I'm sorry I don't know my wife I'm okay. Okay. Uh, probably <laughs> your wife will tell you uh the kind of cardinal rule is don't look up any birth stuff until you're right up on it. Um so I had not watched any birthing videos but I I was literally This attacked. was your first? This is my first and only child. Yes. <laughs> eh, you know. It's, <laughs> I had no idea what I was in None. Like uh, yeah. No. True. No. Now <laughs> if I was going to have a second I'm not going to have a second. But if I was going to I would absolutely know not to film very pregnant. But I was like, you know, dumb first time like, eh, what could go wrong? So, yeah, so I I had not watched any birthing videos at that point, um, but I was about to do the scenes where where that was supposed to start happening. And um, so it was a lunch break and I went and I I turned on YouTube so I could watch and see how to accurately portray. And I came back and I was like, I'll just stay pregnant forever. Like I yeah. don't need to, it'll be fine. We'll just I'll just rock well she'll stay in there, you know, she'll go to college, whatever. And I was so Scared. I don't know if I can swear on this. I was you, so you can swear. Please, <laughs> please. Yeah. so fucking scared, and I so bad. like my portrayal and that was real because I was like, oh my god, and there's no escaping. This is totally about to happen. Oh no! So then, then I had to make sure I didn't get too upset, so I didn't really go into labor yeah. and wouldn't finish the film. Oh my god, what a mess! So, um, not recommended filming. Super pregnant, but but in this case, we did do. it. Oh, and baby's fine. She actually brought her to the premiere to prove to everyone that
0: (laughs) it worked out. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that about both times my wife was pregnant, um, especially at that six month mark. It was basically it was coma time. Yes. It was, I, I, I had that the one advantage of that time was I could just watch anything I wanted. I didn't have to think <laughs> about, there was no approval process of putting on something. It was just, okay. I didn't yeah. care
1: what anyone else was doing. Oh. Yeah. Your wife probably did not. No, it call. was
0: third. it was 30 seconds of whatever garbage she wanted to watch. And then it was back to the normal garbage <laughs> that I like. So it, it was an amazing time, <laughs> but the, um.
1: Glad it was great for you. That part I of it. I want to
0: talk to her. It's hard. It's so hard, but yeah. like the. The thing is, if they're those birthing videos, they should really just do it from the head up and see it right there because it's it's a totally different thing. Like seeing so those.
1: Traumatic. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like
0: when you see it and it's your kid that's coming out, it's like there's this weird thing that happens where there's this alien intruder that's fucking with my wife and I'm so mad at it. And I'm just like, <laughs> get this thing out of her. It's hurting her. Then the the child comes out and you see the kid and you go, OK, give me the kid. Whatever. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll figure her out later. <laughs> and it's just like this, this switch goes on in your mind and you're immediately like, I, this is the thing I have to protect and make sure it's okay yes. um, for, you know, I'm, I don't think that I'm ready for this kind of this instinct that kicks in. And it's right? such every cliche is true about how beautiful, that, wonderful, and amazing
1: so, it is. Yes. Yes. And like, I, prior to this, I hated kids. I thought they're so annoying and didn't want I'm Like, eh. even in my horror movies, I'm like, why are you ruining this movie with a kid? Like, and, and everybody always told me when it's yours, when it happens to you, it's gonna like, all these wonderful things happen. And I was like, sure, cool. And you're so right. It's so funny. And like to go full circle back to talk about Frost, it's the primal instincts with nature yeah. and and what really kicks in in certain scenarios, including you know childbirth and, 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 and reproducing. It's so out of your control it's so overwhelming. It's so all encompassing. And, you know, dare I even say it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's really, it does change everything. It's,
0: Absolutely. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's literally tens of millions of years of things in your DNA that are hardwired in there to make you love this. And there's also yeah. something that happens that like five years later, you forget how much it sucked and you think about doing it again. It's like, it's this whole. Don't
1: stuff. tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Today's episode of the Following Films podcast is brought to you by Bookmans. I'm joined today by my son Jacob. Jacob, say hello to the people. Oh, there you go. You're already on it. So, Jacob, when you go to Bookmans, what is it that you like to look at? What do you I like, like to get? To get toys uh, and movies and and the coffee news. You like to look at the movies and you like to get the coffee news, the newspaper they have out front. That's yes. great. So, last time we went into Bookman's, I picked up a movie. Um, what movie did I get, Jacob? Escape from New York, but that's the name, as it hurts, of the, uh, ex, uh as the cover. Sorry, sorry, I so, No, no, you're okay. Would you talk a little bit about what you see on the cover of Escape from New York on this Blu-ray that I got? So, based on this cover, you see grass shattered and also the Statue of Liberty's face fell apart. Because in this movie, Escape from New York, is the introduction is a man trying to save the president's daughter, and New York turns into a prison in this movie. And there's the hero, as you can see, very strong, in fact. Oh, yeah. Now, this is one of my favorite movies. I love this movie. Now, you're too young to watch it because you're only six years old. But do you think in a couple of years from now, when you get a little bit older, you'll want to check out Escape from New York? Yeah. Okay. What's a movie that you've seen that we picked up at Bookman's that you like? Come here. Talk so that people can hear you. Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. That's a great movie. So when you're going to Bookman's, you can get movies, DVDs, Blu-rays, 4K, LaserDisc, VHS. You can also get comic books, books, newspapers, magazines, home furnishings. Uh, You can get tons of stuff there. Because remember, Bookman's has your cool covered. Hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Thanks. Bye Bye. Bye. Was a good idea I was convinced I was one and done so that, that's all I'll leave <laughs> no. it
1: <to> <laughs> so. good. end the interview and end, end, end. Uh, well you know yeah. what if I get pregnant again I'm coming on here just to yell at you just just so you know
0: No, no, please oh, no, your fault but all I gave you a fair warning so <laughs> if, if in two years from now you're at that place <laughs> and you're like yeah I'm thinking about it. it's like yeah yeah there you go Welcome I'm going to
1: think of you first. It won't be my husband. It won't be my family. I'll be like, God, damn it. He was right. <laughs> okay. So hopefully, then, hopefully, hopefully we're one and done.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, who knows? As long as that's uh, the only thing is I don't recommend it to anybody that's not into it. it it's, I would never push it on anybody. There's, enough, it, there's, there's so much that goes that into like it. it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I want to, that's the thing is I, I feel very confident that I can juggle what I do and, and, um, I'm I'm so obsessed with my daughter and, um, and, you know, I really have lots of love and attention from super hands on with her. So um, I just, I can't imagine being able to split that time and still do the kind of job that I want to do both as a mom and this. So that's, that's my hesitation more than anything, but we'll see. Maybe we'll be back for frost too. Who knows? <laughs>
0: um, yeah. I, I, I was going to start coming up with subtitles, but I feel like, Oh, there you go. There's one of them right there. Hi. Hi. This this is Jacob. He's a six-year-old. Everything okay, buddy?
1: Hi, and who are you talking to? This is
0: Devaney. She's an actress. She was in a movie called Frost that I just watched over the weekend.
1: Right. We're not going to watch that for a while now. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'll be out there in just a few minutes. Nice to meet you. Bye. That happens every once in a while. (laughs)
1: That's okay.
0: I'm running a real tight ship over here. No, it's so so
1: funny. I um, I'm juggling my mine is now one and she just started walking so she's all over it was great prior to this I could just like plop her down and we're good but she started walking in and out and she wants to push all the buttons and the keys. so um so she was taken to the park to go play while I'm doing the press tour today (laughs) so I absolutely get it and he's really cute by
0: the way thank you um one is the scariest time for me that's the that's when they start moving around and it's the it's Definitely. like you can put them on the floor before then, and they're just they'll right, stay there. They might and roll. there and
1: go away. And come back. She's still sitting there. No, no, they are in the, and it happens so fast. Like literally one day, which is off and running, it was ridiculous.
0: So yeah, yeah. anyway, it's, sorry. But, okay, so <laughs> to, this, to, yeah. to, to pull it back to the to yeah. this film, it's something that I the casting here is so perfect. The interaction that you wouldn't really. I would never have thought of you and Vernon as your dad. It just wouldn't make nice. sense to me, but yeah. like, it actually really did work. And I think that that relationship, it's the only relationship in the film that mostly that we see. So I yeah. think that it's really important to make that work in a very small window of time. And it absolutely works.
1: It, it had, it had to work or else the film wasn't going to work. And yeah. um, we actually, there was like a list of names of people to to play that role and ultimately um was really, really pushing for and glad that it ended up being Vernon. Um, I've known Vernon for a very long time now. Um, We used to do conventions together, signings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, And, um, and we've been in a ton of movies together, but it's always been like, I come out for a cameo for a day. He comes out for a cameo for a day. And like, we have a couple lines and that's it. And so we've never had the opportunity to really dive into something. And so, um and he also doesn't get to play super dramatic roles very often so when and, and that's
0: a shame because he's writing, so good he's so
1: good yeah. um i that's why i was really adamant like and that was a, one of the great things about about this movie in frost it was because um because all bets were off with covid it really gave us an opportunity to um think outside the box and try things we normally wouldn't try and and cast people we normally wouldn't cast for this and um there's so many actors that kind of get pigeonholed into one thing or to just come in to do a little you know vernon's a very prolific actor so he gets you know name dropped into a variety of movies all the time and they don't really take advantage of how talented he is and so with this when he read it he was like you know it was a really tiny budget and a really contained ambitious film but he immediately was like yes because it was something that he doesn't get to do very often and he really wanted to tell this story and show this character in the dynamic and you know we had great chemistry from being friends for so long and um it really i felt strongly that it would work um energy wise on camera and brandon brandon's like oh, the director he uh really knows because he's worked with both of us before a variety of times um Actually, Burnin's in this one too. Now that I'm thinking about it, Um, it really knew how to get the most out of us quickly, and um, and so I think that that was really um, crucial to making sure the film happened the way it needed to.
0: Oh, agreed. And it's it's that thing that we were talking about before that if these performances aren't working, if this relationship doesn't work, then it just becomes um, it becomes very mean spirited. The film, and it's something that is it's not, which is something that I've been thinking about this film. You know, caught like once every couple hours for the last few days it just it's going to simmer <laughs> in the back of my no 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 no. that's a good, <laughs> thing. That's a good thing look good. I um, any film that can leave its mark on me that's something that I'm really happy about now mm-hmm. don't get me wrong I'm my 12 year old is just getting into horror films this is one that I'm definitely going to put higher up on the shelf
1: I like, was going to say find this one yeah. anytime
0: soon like and, and there's some pretty dark stuff that he's you know that he's totally fine with watching I don't I don't know if we're quite ready for this one yet though. But that's I, this is and and that's find something I always.
1: actually really want to talk about. I I I love all different kinds of subgenres. Um, and I try to do something for everyone within them. And this this is something that, you know, if you think about overall, like in horror, like you like you said, you your 12 year old watched a lot of horror. I think it's easier to separate reality and fiction when it's like A larger than life boogeyman, you know what I mean. Then, then I think it's easier to show kids and explain. You know, they're not really coming after you. They live in this land, and it's easy to draw those lines, those hard lines. And in this film, I think, you know, even though it's pretty contained and it's kind of a small story, it it has that impact because it is it is so personal. It is so you know, it did happen. It you know, so I think that that is really. Um, what makes it top shelf worthy? I'm going to actually quote you on yeah. that one. Yeah,
0: and it's and and that's what I I think that it's this is the type of thing that I I would highly recommend to the right people um, because I think that it's somebody that's really that does want something that's gonna it's gonna shock them something that will actually that'll you know kick their ass a little bit but it's something that will be in the best way that it is something that uh, you will be left thinking about this. And, but if you want something, to cookie cutter, you can walk away from it. I mean, you know, like I, I saw smile and I saw barbarian this weekend and those are both great, fun, yes. like, big bombastic movies. Love both of them quite a yeah. bit, but at the end, I'm not thinking about those afterwards. They didn't get under my skin like this one did. And so you're, you're definitely having an impact like the big boys are. So um, congratulations on that. You did something Thank really special. here.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that
0: what is coming next what's coming down the pike because i i hope you have not more of this exact film but more of these <laughs> human-based stories because I think you can definitely pull it off
1: well thank you yeah i um i mean if you like human-based stories um I have a couple others that i i highly suggest uh, from previous works I, I did a charles manson biopic called House of manson I have
0: not watched that but i saw that on your imdb and I I,
1: a- highly. if you like this um it this is similar in tone. Um, It's the first film to showcase Charles Manson's uh, childhood and early life and upbringing, as well as the murders. Yes. And um, and the general consensus there from the reviews were that we really humanized these people that were previously perceived as boogeymen. Um, And even though, you know, the events of what happened, uh, that film really um, makes it personal. So if you like kind of the tone of this, I I highly suggest um, watching that one. Um, as far as future works, what I have out coming next is um, uh, it's a little little bit different. It's a World War II epic called Battle for Sight Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, and that has Casper uh, Van Dien and Louis Mandalore, and Jeff Fahey. And it's coming out through Saban and Paramount. Uh, November 25th gets a, a limited theatrical, and then the 29th gets uh, the release.
0: Congratulations. And, that sounds wonderful. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we. I mean, again, this this team is really fantastic. It's the same director, uh, Brandon okay. Snigel, and um, it's it was back to the big budget. These were uh, movies that we shot in Thailand. Um, uh, the first of a couple of those, so that that will be the next release we have. Um, and I also have uh, a lighter movie, <laughs> a uh, creature creature feature. I, yeah. would, I would well, assume so dark, it would be lighter. So, yeah, no, it's, it's more of a, it's not lighter. It's still a horror movie, but it's a popcorn horror movie um, about a giant storm that comes in and floods a precinct in a small town in Louisiana. And in the flooding is alligators. Nice. And so it's, yeah, it's a bunch of inmates and, uh, and a gator.
0: Uh, I am. I'm all on board for that. I, I <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I have the Shout Factory alligator that I just picked up a couple weeks yes. ago. So yeah, I'm, that's, those are, I, I love it all. Honestly. I, yeah, like, it's super fun. I'm a genre kid. So that's really in my heart. It's in all, it's many, in the whole rainbow of it. You know, the pretentious, high-minded stuff <laughs> to the dirtiest, lowest, guttural, just I exploitation so garbage. There. So. so
1: we're kindred, so we yeah. were going to be talking more. Yeah, I would love to come back talk to you about uh, Battle for Taipan and the Flood. Um they have the same publicists, I believe as this one so we might oh, actually Yeah. Okay
0: so October Coast is handling this October Coast
1: is handling some of those um as well as uh a uh, Paramount I think has their own people too but I believe yep. October Coast is also doing um doing some some press
0: on this. So I'd love to come back sure and more. Yeah. Yes with you. please. <laughs> I will hold you to that. I will make sure that happens again.
1: Very cool. Thank you so awesome. much for having me.
0: No, thank you for joining me. It was great to chat with you. And yeah. this is oh. uh, congratulations on the film. So there, for Frost. It, you wait. You got the vinyl. For I that? have the
1: vinyl. Sorry, I just remembered I was supposed to plug that. So it came out on vinyl. It's available ah. now. Uh, the soundtrack for Frost and uh, the movie itself comes out October 11th, and it's on. Uh, if you buy the Blu-ray, it comes with a bonus CD of the soundtrack too. I have the
0: Blu-ray with the bonus Yay! CD, and I haven't I haven't heard Frontline Assembly since high school, so that was a
1: right. That, this, I, yeah. So, Brand is a huge fan of theirs too. So, when that was part of the appeal of uh, having Cleopatra as a distributor, is like we got access to all these awesome musicians for the music. So,
0: it's great. Cool. The, the yeah. soundtrack is a lot of fun. So, thank yeah.
1: you. Thanks yeah. so much. Okay. Well, Thank you. Have again. to get on to the next. I wish I didn't. I love I talking to you, but we'll just do it again. That's it. Please.
0: Take okay. care. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Time enough to figure you out. Time enough to write this down. Wish me luck. Give me hope.